0: Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal,
1: where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone.
0: It's me. I'm back. (laughs) And uh, it's amazing that I'm still alive. I've been exercising, (laughs) feeling good. You know, so those habits we've think, been creating. I think just like the world, it's all waking up. <laughs> so, listen, this week we're going to be talking about something that's very important to me, and that's keeping score. I often say that you cannot grow your practice in the direction you want if you're not keeping score and we're going to talk about keeping score today. I'm going to bring on a great guest, uh, Rohith from Practice by Numbers, and we're going to talk about keeping score, how his software helps with that. But before we get to that, I'm going to turn it over to Meredith, and she's going to do our commercial for the week.
2: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I have a couple of exciting things this week. We have um, added another millennial mastermind starting in July. This has been a huge deal for the people who have taken it. It has um, just projected the way that they do dentistry, the way they present dentistry, the way they close their cases, and um, it has helped their teams with everything as well. So we are starting another one starting in July and we also have our digital implant continuum for the fall starting in August. So I also have a review for the podcast today. This one is, says, keeping it real and interesting. It says, I love the no-nonsense perspective he gives and wishes more Dennis had the business smarts or the outlook he has. The back-and-forth talk during the interviews always makes me smile. Great topics and great interviews. Thanks, and I recommend to all my peers.
0: Uh, I want to know who I need to send the check to for that one. (laughs) That's a good one. That was a good one. Five stars. Five stars, of course. Well, listen, let's get to our episode for this week. Thank you, Meredith. For those of you that are interested in the Mastermind, it will change your practice, I promise you. Uh, It's a phenomenal program. It's an unbelievable value, and I know that you'll love it. So, And then once it starts, you can't get in. So (laughs) make sure that happens. Yes. All right, so this week we're going to talk about keeping score. I want to introduce our guest, uh, Rohit Garg, with Practice by Numbers, who is, his claim to fame is he's married to an Agarwal dentist. So, <laughs> <laughs> Rohit, how are you doing, my friend?
1: Doing well, doing well. Thanks for having me. Agarwal, yes, man, they are the best. That's what I like to Yes, we
0: are the best. <laughs> All right, Rohit, let's dive into today's episode. And uh, to kind of give our listeners an idea, uh, give us the brief version of how Practice by Numbers got started, how your wife fits into that, her practice fits into it, uh, and kind of give give us a little peek inside.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, practice by Numbers was started about five years ago, and the reason we started it is because I, I used to help my wife run her practice on the side. I had a full-time job. I'm, I'm an engineer by trade, uh, and uh, she did a startup practice in 2010. And uh, we did, uh, from scratch, it was, it was after the, the meltdown, so the loans and everything was pretty difficult to get. And the banks were pretty bearish about starting a new practice at that time. We did, did it anyway. And over the next four or five years, I helped her manage and run that practice um, just from the side by giving her sound advice based on data and analytics on what I could find. Being an engineer, I was very analytical, um, unlike a lot of the clinicians and technicians that they don't really think about from a business standpoint. And I was uh, thinking about it from that standpoint. So five years later, her practice was growing double-digit growth year after year. And a lot of that we attributed to managing the business as a business and managing managing it based on numbers and real hard data rather than touchy feely stuff or uh, just by the gut and in 2015 we did a little bit of analysis to see what else is out there and we found this, there was one very archaic product out there that I won't name and there was another product that I had just introduced was just introduced a year or two before And we found both the products pretty lacking in terms of what we wanted to build. So at that time I quit my full-time job and opened practice numbers and we launched our first product in 2017. So it's been about four years since we have been selling our practice IQ product.
0: Excellent. And, The main goal, and I know you have more products than just the Practice IQ. So, for those of you that are listening, that are interested in learning more about Practice by Numbers and seeing if it makes sense for your practice, all you gotta do is visit practicenumbers.com. You can set up a demo. Rohit and his team will be happy to show you their products and kind of go through that. But at the heart of it, Practice by Numbers helps people keep score. So, Rohit, talk to us about. Why is it important to have a scoreboard and to keep score in today's, you know, it's 2021. It's no longer 1990 or 2000s anymore. So talk to us about the importance of keeping uh, track of numbers.
1: Well, uh, it's, it's numbers for sure. What our aim was when we opened practice by numbers up was to have a central place which you use to manage your practice. And a lot of the people... I the Throne, you use EagleSoft, I believe, if I'm we not do. mistaken. We other do. people use at the time. Other people use Dentrix, Open uh, and there's there's you know 15 other products out there. Uh, our aim with Practice by Numbers was we wanted to create a central hub for you to be able to run your practice, uh, not your patients, your practice, okay. and. Score is only one aspect of that, and we can we can talk about the score. And obviously, the room wasn't built in one day, and we won't be built in one day either. Our aim always was to get to a point where we would be a full-on ERP system for your practice, which one of the things is keeping score. And uh, in any business, if you're not going to be able to measure what you're doing and know where you're going you'll never be able to know if you're doing well or not. I Meaning, it's any, any business goes through a cycle of continuous improvement. And what that means is you can use different uh, Six Sigma processes for a domain process for it, which is you measure something, you try to improve something, you monitor it and continue measuring it. If you just make changes willy-nilly, you'll never be able to know if you're making changes in the right direction, you won't be able to measure if your team members are doing a good job or not, if your business is growing or shrinking. And I'll tell you, the biggest problem that I've had is that people don't even know how well they're doing or if their businesses are growing or shrinking. Can you you imagine if you do a mastermind and you ask your uh, mastermind members, hey, (laughs) is your your business growing? Is, Is your practice growing or shrinking? Yeah, They can't answer that.
0: You know, it, it's interesting you say that, and that's why I talk about keeping score. You know, some things as simple as production, adjusted production, collections, overhead, uh, you know, the number of active patients you have, how many people overdue for recall, some of those to me are very fundamental numbers uh, that people don't have, they don't have quick access to. And, and I've I got to be honest with you. I blame the practice management systems that we pay hundreds of dollars to every month that don't make it easy to get this data out. They always say, oh, you can run a report, but who the hell has time or wants to run a report? Every little thing. Every little thing all the time. It just doesn't make any sense. And that's where products like yours come into place, where we can see the numbers. Now, I can argue that some of these products can become overwhelming uh, in terms of the sheer volume of data, but also that's a strength. In other words, as you get past the basics, as you get farther along in your business side of things, then you can start really diving into the data deeper. Uh, but in the beginning, you got to focus on some fundamental numbers like the ones I've mentioned, some of the ones we've mentioned here in the podcast in the past. So along those same lines, what would you say are three numbers that really matter in your wife's practice?
1: So there was, uh, COVID has thrown a monkey wrench into this whole Situation right now, right? There used to be certain numbers that you would take a look at, and, and and things changed. Some of those numbers didn't matter anymore. Like recall current, it's that number has gone down the toilet. Uh, yeah, because people are just not coming coming back over here, uh, coming back for their six months, their periodic uh, maintenances, their six month cleaning, and their recall exams. I think there's still numbers, there are a lot of numbers still very important, but then just not at the level that they were and you still measure it. And one of the few of the numbers that I'll tell you that, that, that we do measure on a very regular basis is one is your treatment retention, okay? which is you presented treatment or patient acceptance, I call it. You presented treatment to a hundred patients. What percentage of those patients accepted at least one item out of that treatment? If that number is low, There's nothing you can do to try to grow that practice because if that number is lower than 65, you know, 60%, that's going to be a problem. That means every four patients, five patients out of your practice don't accept the treatment. And the second very, very important number is your patient retention number. Uh, Patient retention number, like, like with anything, if your patients are not coming back over and over and over again, then you really have... A big huge back door revolving door where patients keep coming from the front keep leaving from the back so understanding your patient acceptance your patient retention are two very important numbers and the third one is on a day-to-day basis how much additional dollars are you adding to the schedule so one number that that my wife looks at on a daily basis is how much additional dollars got scheduled in a day. So for example, today is a day where she's going to do $10,000. So she's going to see 35 patients and have maybe 40 appointments. She wants to see, did I add another $10,000 for the future and another 40 patients or 35 patients for the future? And if you don't, what you're doing is you're borrowing from the future. You're doing the production that you're doing today and then you're not adding anything to the future. And so that's that's what... It's just a very simple number. How, much, how many appointments did I add today and how much dollar value did I add today to the future? And that itself gives you some idea about, yeah, are you going to be okay or not in the future? Am I?
0: That's very interesting yeah. that you say these things. The first thing that popped into my mind about those numbers is there's no way to track them. With your traditional practice management system, it's always by gut. It would be like, "Hey, uh, hygienist, how many of your patients did you pre-schedule?" And the answer would be like, "Oh, all of all them." All of them, of course. <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, I'm like, well, <laughs> that's not possible." And then same with treatment acceptance. And the other thing that I I often say is, even if you're having a day, I know you used a, day, a good day, ten grand. I mean, maybe that's not a good day. Maybe that's a low day, but. Um, one of the things I always say to my team members, hey, listen, even if we didn't produce great today, what did we do today to help for the future? Mm-hmm. Did we enroll treatment? Did we schedule lots of patients? Because that's, that's the importance of a day as well. So having something that can allow you to see what's been, what's been done that's unseen, that's massive. I mean, that, that can really tell you how – and that also allows you to evaluate people that have roles within your office that you're, not, that you're not looking at on a daily basis, out of sight, out of mind. Like it's easy for me to evaluate my assistant. They're with me all day long. Right. It's somewhat easy to evaluate my hygienist because, you know, I'm going in and doing Checking checks on, on them. them yeah. But I don't really sit down with my front office team or my treatment coordinator or all of these people. And so having numbers like that allows you to evaluate them and allows them to evaluate yourself. Yeah. So, so another go ahead.
2: Oh, I was going to say, speaking of team members, yeah, like these are all numbers that the doctor would be curious and would how they would grow the practice um, from a doctor standpoint. But how can the team use this to stay engaged, to take accountability for things, to be a champion of something with this software?
1: Now, that's a great question because if your team is not engaged in these numbers, then the doctor is just looking at them and fuming, right? Like, why is this number not higher versus where it is right now? So getting team engagement and creating metrics that are pertinent for that particular team member, right? So you mentioned the example of a treatment coordinator, a front office, the multiple front office people, being able to measure their performance with the pertinent indicators is important. For example, you can measure, hey, how many things, what's the failed appointment rate in the office? And then how many of those failed appointments are getting rescheduled or for that matter, canceled appointments. That's a very simple metric to track to say, how much revenue did I lose and how much revenue did I recapture? Extremely simple. Another example is how long lay between when I do the claim, when I do the service and the claim gets filed. Does my team wait one day, two days, five days, six days, ten days? We found out in one of the offices, their AR was high, and and there were claims that were not even being sent for a week or two because the the narrative was being written. So there was finger pointing back and forth. Things like that can happen. Uh, On the managing your treatment coordinators, you can measure their treatment coordinators' uh, strength in terms of what percentage of patients are accepting it, and not just how many accepting and how much treatment is getting accepted. Uh, you can also measure if there's pending treatment, if those patients are getting callbacks or not. Because if you just give the patient a piece of paper and then that piece of paper sits in their car on on, on somewhere else, especially for a higher dollar value, especially for some of the elective stuff that you guys do, you have to follow up with these patients. And you, know, you, can, you can track and create goals for every team member in your office to say you have to make X, Y, or Z calls. And then you track it. And then you use that to create bonuses. So use that as a carrot, not as a stick. Because if the numbers are used always for a stick, they will try to finagle, try to figure out, create excuses. Instead, if it's used as a carrot, they will rally behind and make sure those numbers are met.
0: Yeah, you know, having team members on board, uh, you talking about insurance claims. Uh, how about whether or not we make our deposits on a regular basis? I know you can't necessarily keep track that of my... That
2: requires driving to the bank and that requires them being right.
0: I bring that up because... Actually... I, just, I learned today that we didn't put our deposits in for a week. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants, but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients. Right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career, just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now, let's get back to this week's episode.
1: So here's the interesting thing. Uh, this is this is not a this is not a co- uncommon problem, right? And we used to spend hours at the end of each month trying to look at all the reports from EagleSoft and then figure out, hey, which which deposit made it to the bank, which deposit didn't make it to the bank, and then manually check off different things so that we can reconcile. Now, in practice by numbers, because you have all the Eaglesoft data and you have all the QuickBooks data, it's electronic. You can just quickly say, "Okay, let's look at last month and let's look at last month in QuickBooks and start checking off. This is a good deposit. Good, 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 good. And reconciliation now takes 10 to 15 minutes.
2: Wow. Just that in itself. While
1: we cannot take your checks, we can help you reconcile them.
0: Can yeah. you create checks <laughs>
1: out of thin air? <laughs> he
2: yeah, has we a can lot. His money, expectations so. are very high, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God. So Rohit just just, uh, look, I, I want to be very transparent with everybody is, I've used multiple products. I've used what the biggest product on the market. I've used Rohit's product and they all have their strengths and weaknesses. A couple of things that I really enjoyed about Practice by Numbers is uh, two things, uh, one, is it gave me a, because it's truly customizable, because it really gets out the data, it gave me a picture of something that's very important to me, and that is my breakdown of my collections. I like to know how much of my collections is from payment plans, and I want that number to be close to 25 percent, and that was a number that I was very easily able to get out of practice by numbers, and the other number that I like to keep track of Uh, in in my particular case, and I want more people to keep track of it, is what I call clinical diversity. And that's what percentage and dollar amount comes from different departments within the practice, the implant department, the general dentistry department, the ortho department, our sleep department. So I can see that, hey, you know what? My general practice is flat, but my sleep practice is growing. Or, hey, my sleep practice... Uh, is flat, but my general dentistry practice is growing, and that we should be converting more people to sleep. You know those are some examples of things uh, that I like to be able to see that quite frankly are a little bit more complicated to get out of uh, your the, uh, out of the practice management softwares currently and uh, those those are some of the things that are really helpful. As, as practices are advancing. Are there any other particular numbers that you hear from people or features that you hear from other dentists uh, that, that that they talk about?
1: Uh, numbers, I think mean, this, we have such a varied uh, you know, type of practices, practices that are startup practices doing half a million dollars to practices that do a million dollars a month. Uh, so it, it changes very much so. But What a lot of people are focusing on when they come to us now is consolidation of services. That's, that's what a lot of our customers have been asking us. And because of that, we have actually gone down that path and we have, we have, in terms of consolidation of services, we have added full on two-way tech system, uh, custom campaigns. So you can, any list that you see in practice fund numbers, uh, unscheduled treatment list, Reactivation list, you can directly send the campaign a bulk email to a thousand patients all at once. Uh, all the reactivation follow up campaigns are built into practice by numbers now. All the recall systems are built into practice by numbers. Review systems are built so you don't need to pay for another third party uh, review company. That's built into practice by numbers. Your full on call tracking is built in. Insurance verification, bulk insurance verification is built in. And by Q2 of this year, we're going to have appointment reminders available as well. So you truly start to see consolidation of services all in a single single platform. And the rest of the year, we're going to introduce other value-added features uh, that we don't quite have right now, which which are coming. We have a large development team. So I kind of use that opportunity to plug all our other features. But in terms of numbers, I I can't really pick one because we are not giving a recipe to people to say, like our competitor is, in which they give a very, very simplistic, skin deep recipe that doesn't work for everybody. You want your business to be able to dig in beyond appointment per dollar per appointment. That's just such a simple, simplistic metric. It doesn't really work for everybody.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of that... One of the numbers that I've always used, and in my my particular practice, it's gone down over the years, is at my peak, uh, we were averaging about $1,200 per patient, per active patient in our practice when I was by myself. And that number has slowly dropped down to like $800, $700, $800, which is still a reasonable number. But that's not unusual when you bring in associates that don't have the skill set, that don't have the communication skills. But these are little things. These are examples that I want to give people, uh, and and honestly, how easy is it to get the numbers out of the software for you guys?
1: Uh, for us, we spend countless engineers in getting the numbers ready. But for you, once a, once a subscriber comes in, it's as simple as the, on your, on, just log in on your browser or on the, in the in the browser. Look at it. all the numbers are pretty intuitive. To understand we have uh, help available for all the numbers if you don't know where the how the number is being calculated and it's customizable, so you don't know that's very important that you don't end up in a place where it's just too much it's too many there's too much data coming at you especially for staff members it's simple such that you have a treatment record. she doesn't really care about X, y, she cares about the pertinent numbers and her data. And being able to bring that focus is very, very important. So you, they don't get overwhelmed in using a system like ours.
2: Yeah, I think this is something you definitely have to have a team training on. Make sure everyone's on the same page, focus looking at the same numbers. And then you guys are always available for support and to set it all up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's always important. So if somebody's interested in learning more about Practice by Numbers, you know, the most common question we're always going to get is, uh, is how much does it cost? Is there a contract? What happens if I don't like it? How will you help me use it? Walk us through all of that real quick.
1: So Practice by Numbers is not a contract. We believe in getting our business every month. It's month to month. There is a three-month minimum when you start out because the implementation process can take time in your office if you're not used to looking at numbers. So after that, it's all month to month. IQ, $300 a month. There's a one-time setup pieces of and our practice IQ bundle, which is all of the other features, all the two-way texting and the appointment call system reviews, tracking. Everything has been bundled into a single bundle and that's $500 a month. And I think that's an incredible value considering that it will replace three different systems out there that, that you're using. And the uh, set of fees over there is also $500. Uh, and also we meaning we don't force people contracts. We do you want to save money? We do waive the set of fees if you sign up one year contract with us, uh, but it's completely optional. And canceling it as simple as sending, but sending us a little request that we would like to cancel back and saying, okay, would you give us a very quick reason? And uh, once they provide that, we go ahead and say, it's, it's not good. because customers, it's it's, it's funny that with, with, with our customer base, what we have noticed is our customers come, they use our stock, then they go away, and then they come back again. So we never want to burn a bridge with a customer because we know the customers will come back and they use numbers, they get Comfortable, they think they can do it without us. After then they go away. Maybe they try a competitor, and then they come back. Why are you so talking So we always me? make sure we treat them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just never happens.
0: Are all your customers me? I mean, Jesus. Yeah.
1: Well, they're, they're all, all dentists. so Yeah, yeah
0: they're all similar. A, that's a good point. That's a good point. Well, Rohit, I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy day, sharing your practice by numbers stories, sharing about how you help keeping score better, how your product is a little bit different than everything else out there. Uh, again, for people that are interested in getting a demo, learning more about the software, diving in deep, maybe even talking to Rohith directly, you can go to numbers.com uh, and, uh, and, and learn more. So uh, outside of that, I think, uh, I think we're pretty much good for yeah. today. Rohith, anything else on your end?
1: Um, no, so we. Uh, there's one quick thing. We do offer a free trial. So anybody who's interested in just taking a look, doing a test trial, just submit your information on the website, practicenumbers.com. There's a green button on the top right corner that says free trial. And we're be really happy to give you a snapshot of what your practice looks like today. So you kind of know where you're where, where you And then they can decide if you want, us, want our full service or not.
0: Yeah, I would tell everybody that that is – brain dead to do like you pick up the phone you call them or web request them let them log into your computer give you numbers and honestly it'll give you an idea of what's going on and if nothing else you can at least know a few things that you want to focus on in your practice i'm sure your team is very adept at looking at those things and helping people realize where the uh, gaps and deficiencies are Uh, because after all that's the whole point of having a software like yours so Thank you for that offer, and we'll make sure that it's in our show notes, and uh, hopefully people can engage in that. So uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in again for another episode of the T-Bone Speaks podcast. Again, uh, if we can help you, we have wonderful training programs and coaching programs. Here at 3D Dentist, and we have the retreat, which is phenomenal. Uh, It's a great place to be. And then, of course, if you can leave us a review on iTunes and or Google We would greatly appreciate that. Five stars is always good, but whatever stars you give us, we'll take. And uh, maybe we'll get, uh, I don't want anybody to leave a one-star review. I was going to say we read it, but I don't want to get the one-star review. No, no, no. We'll skip that one. Thank you, everybody, and we'll see you guys next week.
2: Thanks so much for
0: listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence, and we'll catch you on the next episode.